Welcome to the Grind and Be Grateful podcast. I'm your host, Marie Wold, health and fitness influencer, coach, and lifestyle entrepreneur committed to educating and empowering women to become their very best selves. Each week, my guests and I are proving that with hard work and the right mindset, absolutely anything is possible. We are here to bring you not just inspiration, but also actionable takeaways that you can use to create a life that you love right now. We're talking all things personal development, including health, fitness, confidence, relationships, and so much more. Thank you for tuning in. Now let's jump into today's episode. You're listening to episode number 21 of the Grind and Be Grateful podcast. Today, it is just you and me, friend, for another solo show. I recently pulled my Instagram followers, which by the way, my Instagram is at Marie E. Wold. So you can go ahead and follow me there if you're not already. I would love for you to join the family. But anyway, I pulled my Instagram followers about what type of content and topics that they would want to see coming up. And lots of people said that they wanted more solo shows. So your wish is my command. Plus, I'm going to be honest, they're really fun for me too. And I just love hanging out with y'all one on one. So today we are talking about the top five five things that I've learned on my personal fitness journey. And let me tell you, most of these were learned the hard way. I started my fitness journey about eight years ago, and I did everything wrong in the beginning and basically made things way harder than they needed to be for years. And if you need evidence of this, you can just go ahead and scroll all the way back to the beginning of my Instagram. You're going to be scrolling for a while. Your thumb is going to get really tired because I have like I think almost 6,000 posts now, but I started my Instagram when I started my fitness journey and you can see how much my approach, my attitude, my mindset has changed since then. It's like night and day. But anyway, I saw the light eventually. I figured my shit out, but I just went through so much unnecessary frustration and time wasted because if I would have understood these five lessons sooner, I would have made progress and just like enjoyed my fitness journey so much more. And obviously, I can't go back in time and fix that quite yet. Science isn't there yet. But hopefully by sharing these lessons with you, you'll get to skip over a little bit of that struggle that I went through. So that's why I feel like this is really important to share. Plus, the sooner you can learn and apply these lessons to fitness, the sooner you can apply them to the rest of your life too. Because while I am talking about these in the context of my fitness journey and health, they can all be directly applied to any area of life as well. And that's one of the reasons why health slash fitness slash wellness are all foundational topics of the show. They really do translate into every other facet of life and are catalysts for growth. I'm a huge believer in that. So I'm excited to share those five lessons with you. But before we get into the list, let's do the featured review of the week. This week's review is from PhD Fit, who says this podcast isn't particularly relevant for my business since I'm currently working on a PhD in infectious diseases. That is really scientific and I commend you. But I listen to the podcast all day at work and I am passionate about fitness in my personal life. Thanks, Marie, because this is the most positive thing I listen to all week and it changes my whole vibe for the better regularly. Keep up the great work. And wow, I just appreciate that review so much because I really do strive to bring on guests and have topics that everyone can benefit from, whether they're a fitness professional, whether they're an entrepreneur, whether they are a PhD student, whatever they they might be. I hope that this show 
is more about highlighting and empowering ambitious women more than, you know, targeting a specific career or industry or one specific topic. So yeah, we talk about business, but we also talk about wellness, confidence, relationships, nutrition, mindset, and so much more. And that's because A, I'm literally the definition of multi-passionate. I'm interested in so many things and would not be able to narrow it down into one topic. And two, there are so many areas of our lives where we can learn and improve. So I don't want to box myself or my listeners in by only talking about one facet of life. We are so multifaceted and we can improve in so many ways. So I hope that, you know, that resonates with you too. And it also means the world to me that this is like a ray of positivity for you guys because, you know, we all need some good vibes and good vibes only really. So thank you so much, PhD Fit, for reaffirming that for me. I'm sorry, I don't know your first name, but it really did put a smile on my face to get that kind of feedback. And I appreciate it so much. If you would like to be featured as the review of the week, head on over to iTunes on your computer or the Apple Podcast app on your iPhone. Search for the show and scroll down to leave it a rating and a review. It only takes a minute, but it means the absolute world to me. And if you do go ahead and leave me a review, go ahead and send me a DM on Instagram with a screenshot of your review and I'll send you my ebook called Flexible Dieting Made Simple as a little thank you, totally free. Again, my Instagram username is Marie E. Wold. So just shoot me a DM along with that screenshot and I will send that ebook to you. Hey, hey, Marie here. If you're anything like me, you care deeply about your health. You know that having a healthy, vibrant body allows you to fully live life and enjoy every single day. That's why I take my nutrition and supplementation super seriously. They both make such a difference in my energy, my mental clarity, digestion, immune function, and just overall quality of life. So of course I eat a super healthy diet with plenty of fruits and veggies and all of that good stuff, but I also make sure to invest in high quality supplements from PE Science. To give you an idea of what my regimen is like, I take their True Multi Multivitamin Symbiont GI and Omega-3 Plus capsules every single morning, plus True ZMA at night, and those are just the essentials, but there's truly something for everyone, no matter what your health or fitness goals are. Everything they make is backed by science, tested for purity, and proven effective, so you know that you're getting the absolute best for yourself. If you want to try out some of my favorite supplements, head to pescience.com and use code MARIE to save 15% on your entire order. Again, that's pescience.com and the discount code is MARIE. I promise that you will love these products. Now, without further ado, let's get to today's episode. All right, all right. Let's get into the episode. And we're just going to jump right in with number one, the number one lesson that I have learned on my fitness journey. And that is you need to start with why. And I think we all know that having a meaningful, strong why is important when you're pursuing any goal. And if you didn't know that, now you know. But that's because your why is what keeps you going when things get hard, when you're not feeling motivated, or when you just consider flat out quitting. Because guess what? (laughs) Most goals worth pursuing will push you so much that you consider quitting at least once, at least once. For example, when I first start talking to prospective clients about their personal goals, their fitness goals, and their motivation, their why is almost always 
always very surface level. Well, the why that they're aware of is always very surface level. Their true why is always going to be deeper, but they just aren't aware of it yet. So they tell me that they want to lose 10 pounds, fit into a certain size, squat 135 pounds, et cetera, et cetera, because they think at least on the conscious level, they think that achieving those things will automatically make them happier. Like once they reach that arbitrary goal, they will have made it. But after a few minutes of what probably feels like to them friendly interrogation, we get to their true why. And that involves me asking them a lot of questions and their true why is usually something along the lines of, I want to take better care of myself so that I can show up for the world and make the impact that I want to make. Or I want to set a better example for my spouse or my kids and be healthier for those that I love. Or maybe I want to master fundamental self-care through health and fitness so that I can be more confident for every part of my life. And basically, it's never about the weight. It's never about the inches. It's never about the PRs in the gym. It's always about real life shit and like how they want to feel, how they want to show up for the world, how they want to be for the people that they love. So before you set arbitrary goals and start planning around them, I really encourage you to sit down and bonus points. If you write it out, writing out goals is a huge, huge, huge help. But before you do that, I really encourage you to figure out what you really do care about. So take that first goal that comes to mind or that first goal that you wanted to start planning around and ask yourself, why do I want this about 10 times and really drill down on your own true motivation. So whatever your answer is to the first, why do I want this? Ask yourself, why do I want that on level two? And go all the way down till it. you feel like you just know that that's your true why. You'll totally feel it on a soul level once you get to the real why. And that is so much more powerful than some arbitrary goal that you think that you should achieve. And that is what will actually keep you going when things get hard, when you don't want to go to the gym, when you don't want to eat right, when you don't want to, you know, take care of the tasks that need to be done in order to reach your goal. Having that deep why that actually makes a difference in your life and your happiness with the people that you love, that will hold you to your goal way more than just like wanting to look good in a bikini or like going on spring break, whatever, whatever do. So number one is start with why and get super clear on that. Number two is if you don't love the process, you won't love the result. And this is kind of related to the last one because it is related to your why. And now I don't know about you, but my fitness journey essentially started because of intense insecurity and self-loathing. My why was derived from the fact that I hated how I looked so much that I had to change. And now I was not unhealthy by any means. I was an athlete. I was a totally normal size. I already ate healthy, but for some reason, I just thought that I absolutely needed to change and I was so uncomfortable in my body. So long story short, what can be and now is such a positive part of my life, my health and fitness routine was originally super negative because my why was not coming from a positive and loving place. And having such a negative toxic reason to try to get more fit and change myself meant that the entire process felt negative and toxic. And I want to say that again, having a negative toxic reason 
for trying to get fit and change myself meant that the entire process felt negative and toxic. So every single time I went to the gym, I went because I didn't like myself. My workouts were fueled by insecurity and lack of self-love, which meant that they weren't even fun or fulfilling. They were just one step closer to hopefully not hating myself anymore or so I thought. And it turns out that it doesn't work that way because if your process is just full of negativity, that's how you're going to feel at the end too. And on a related note, that extreme negativity toward myself drove me to extremes with my workouts and eating. I did workouts that I thought would get me the results I wanted. Spoiler alert, I was wrong about that too. (laughs) And I hated those workouts. I did not enjoy the type of training. I dreaded going to the gym and it was just like it was not an enjoyable time. And I also put myself on a super restrictive diet. And if you know me, like, you know, I'm a foodie. I love having a very flexible diet. And so, you know, you get it. I was miserable throughout the entire process for a couple years of trying to, you know, change my body and look a certain way. So in the process of trying to become less miserable in my body and my mind, I was I made myself more miserable. So, you know, that makes no sense. I don't know why I thought making myself miserable for a prolonged amount of time would put me out of my misery. I'm not really sure what that logic was. And that's not to say that you should love every single workout or never have cravings or never doubt yourself. I'm just saying that on average, the process shouldn't be miserable. And on a related note, you're actually like a million times, that's a very scientific estimate, you're a million times more likely to actually stick to the plan if you're not miserable. Because for the vast majority of people, the more you restrict yourself and try to force yourself into a plan that you don't enjoy, the less likely you are to follow through over the long term. Like you're not going to want to put yourself through misery over the long term. And sure, you might get a week or even a month or a few months under your belt, But there's no way you can maintain a sucky process for a long time. Like if the process is miserable, you're not going to be able to maintain that. And whatever results you get from that are not going to last. So trust me when I say that you can make progress by doing workouts that you enjoy. You can make progress by eating foods that you enjoy. And it's not a game of how much can I suffer. It's actually a game of how much can I make this an enjoyable lifestyle so that the results I do get are results that I can maintain. So to sum up that ramble, if you don't love the process, you won't love the end result either. Number three is everyone is better with a coach. If you've never stepped foot in a gym, you would definitely be better off with a coach. If you're an Olympian, you'd definitely still be better off with a coach. Everyone is better with a coach because nothing beats having an objective eye on your process and on your progress. Like think about even the NFL, like that is the peak of being a football player and they have coaches for every aspect of the game. Special teams have coaches. There's a quarterback coach. There's a defensive coach. And there are coaches under each coach. Like there are so many coaches. And these dudes are the best football players that there are. And they still need coaches and they still need to practice. So, you know, everyone benefits from a coach, not just a beginner. And this is for a few reasons. Number one, as humans, we're really freaking good at justifying things that are that might not actually be productive to our goals. For example, we'll say, oh, just just one more piece of chocolate and then blink and we'll be like a bar deep. Or we'll say, I was on point all week and I deserve this entire tub of ice cream. And side note, I don't want to 
sound like eating food is a matter of deserving. It's not. That's just a common thought pattern, a common like self-sabotage pattern, or I'm tired. I'll go to the gym tomorrow. And then you repeat that justification every day until you just like never go to the gym anymore. So basically, our subconscious mind is always working in the background to find us the path of least resistance. And oftentimes, the path of least resistance is not the path to your goals. Like, almost never. So when you have a coach, you have someone who is objectively looking at what the path to your goals does look like. And then they lay that path out for you. And there's no room for justifications or making excuses for yourself because someone else created the plan for you to the best of their ability. And they're doing what's best for you and your goals. Second reason why it's important to have a coach is that we are terrible at identifying our own progress and celebrating our own progress. Just this week, I sent my progress photos to my own coach and he immediately said that he saw lots of changes since last week. And I'm like, where? Like, do I need to whip out my magnifying glass? Because I don't see them. And that's because we look at ourselves every single day. Those small changes are literally imperceptible to us, but they do add up over time and our coaches can notice them. And in addition to that, we are also our own harshest critics. So we're prone to just not even see progress (laughs) when it's visible. And a coach can be another set of eyes for you that can accurately identify whether or not you're making progress and then adjust the plan accordingly if it needs to be adjusted. But for example, if I would have been like in charge of my bikini preps back in the day, I would have just constantly been like giving myself less food, doing more cardio because I'm like, I'm not doing enough. I'm not making enough progress. I'm not going to be ready when in reality, my coach is like, we're at a perfect pace. You're doing great. Like, just stay with the plan. And wow, look at that. I was ready. I didn't need to do more, eat less in order to see progress like I thought I did because I was just so in my head and was not seeing my own progress. So that is the second reason everyone needs a coach. The third reason everyone needs a coach, and this one's probably the most important, is that accountability is everything when it comes to pursuing goals, especially in fitness, because having someone to report to on a daily or a weekly basis makes all the difference. And going back to that justification thing, you're way less likely to let things slide if you know that you're going to have to tell your coach about it later, right? And it's not that your coach is going to like scold you or shame you or anything, but just knowing that like you invested your time and your money into this coach holding you to a plan, you don't want to like go against that. You want to make them proud and you want to do what they have recommended for you to do. And you're way less likely to skip your workouts. Again, if you know that your coach is going to ask you about them, you're way less likely to overeat or go off of your nutrition plan if it's going to show in your next check-in. And it's not necessarily about being perfect and never messing up and being like the model client. It's just about having someone who is in your corner and will lovingly call you out on your BS. Like, I don't think coaches should ever be mean to you or belittle you, but they will hold you accountable because even if you're not perfect and no one is, your coach can help you figure out what works and what doesn't work when it comes to keeping you on track. And personally, I found that my clients do best when they have some structure and some guidelines, but they also need to have freedom to make decisions, to go out to eat, to rearrange their workouts. And figuring that stuff out is a collaborative effort that requires the client to be extremely honest and open. So that means that when I give my clients a plan that they helped me create, they have ownership over it. they feel super accountable for sticking to it. And they know that it's not extreme or crazy. They know that they agreed to it. And they have no excuses to why it can't be done. So accountability is really, really huge. And number four, someone else always knows more than you. That's why I'm 
a coach myself, but I also have a coach because the fastest way to get to your goal is to have someone who has done it before lead you there, right? That's what a coach does. And sure, you can probably watch a bunch of YouTube videos, study a bit, read a few articles and try to piece together a plan that probably makes sense for you, but definitely isn't perfect for you. Or you can invest in a coach who knows the exact way to get where you want to go. They know what the perfect route is for you. And which one do you think is most efficient and has the least amount of headaches? The self-research and hoping for the best or hiring a coach and just putting it in their hands? The coach, obviously. So when you're serious about reaching a goal and you don't want to waste a bunch of time and frustration, then getting a coach is just a no-brainer. So long story short, a coach will get you to your goal way faster and more efficiently than trying to go it alone. A coach will hold you accountable and give you some tough love when you're screwing around. And they will also encourage you and believe in you when you need some support. That's an important aspect that I should have added as well. But just having a coach means that you have someone who is in your corner and wants the best for you. They're on your team. And that is so freaking powerful. So to recap what we've been through so far, we have talked about number one, start with your why. Number two, if you don't love the process, you won't love the result. And number three, everyone is better with a coach. And that brings us to number four, there's no substitute for hard work. This one is short and not quite sweet, maybe bittersweet, because it's definitely a little dose of tough love for me. But Listen, we live in a world where fat burning pills, sweat wraps, waist trainers, detox teas, by the way, the detox tea companies email me like five times a week. They literally won't stop. (laughs) So we live in a world anyway, where fat burning pills, sweat wraps, waist trainers, detox teas and diet companies, they all promise fast and easy results. And I hate to break it to you but it's all a lie. Literally all of it. There's no quick fix. There's no magic pill to get you results overnight. There's quite literally no substitute for hard work. I want that to sink in. There's no substitute for hard work. And of course, having the right plan, guidance, support, accountability, having a coach, having all that in place is going to make it a lot easier and more efficient for you to reach your goals, but it's never going to be a walk in the park and you're still going to have to put in the work yourself. You still have to get your butt to the gym. You still have to make good food choices. You still have to adjust your schedule to fit in a healthy lifestyle. You are responsible for that work. No one or nothing else is. And the sooner you learn to take responsibility for that instead of hoping that the next quick fix actually works, actually lives up to whatever promise was marketed to you, the sooner you will start to see real results that actually last. So it's going to be uncomfortable. You're going to have to work hard. But if you truly want something, then you have to be willing to work for and you have to be willing to be patient in the process and just not expect things to happen overnight. And that is related to number five, you have to get comfortable with the uncomfortable. And no matter what your goal is, you're going to have to leave your comfort zone to achieve it. Because if you just continue doing the same old shit in your little safe bubble, you're going to stay the same, right? The definition of insanity is doing the same thing and expecting different results. So 
you know, you have to change something in order for things to change. So if you're looking to get healthier and start a fitness lifestyle, that might mean changing up your schedule, trying new foods, learning to cook, getting a gym membership, learning new exercises, all that stuff. If you're looking to lose fat, you'll have to accept that you'll need to switch up your eating habits, commit to your workouts, and probably be at least a little bit hungry. You're going to have to be uncomfortable. Or if you want to build muscle, for example, you'll have to really push yourself to lift heavier weights, eat more than you're used to, and accept a little extra body fat. You're going to have to be a little uncomfortable. And it all depends what type of uncomfortable you are, depending on your goal. But the one common denominator is that you're going to have to embrace the uncomfortable and purposely be uncomfortable. And that's so hard because our first instinct as humans is to find those edges of our comfort zone, tiptoe to the edge. And once we hit the edge, we instantly just want to retreat back to safety because whatever is outside of our comfort zone feels dangerous. And that's totally valid when you're like hunting for your food every day, running from saber-toothed tigers and all that stuff that humans used to have to do. But nowadays, we don't face those real dangers on a daily basis. At least 99.9% of people don't. So this is where you just need to acknowledge that you're uncomfortable and do it anyway. And after enough practice, you really can get comfortable or at least somewhat comfortable with the uncomfortable and eventually crave pushing your limits. It actually gets to be something fun and like exhilarating. But like anything that's hard, you have to practice and you have to work on being comfortable with the uncomfortable, seeking that uncomfortable stuff out and just like sitting in it. You can just acknowledge like, ooh, this is uncomfortable, but I'm just going to sit here and own that and learn from it. So (laughs) that is number five. To recap, we're going to just go over all five real quick. Number one, start with why. Number two, if you don't love the process, you won't love the result. I think that one is just so important. And I really want to drive that home again is that if you are miserable through the entire process of getting to your goal, what makes you think that when you finally get there, you're all of a sudden going to be happy? You're not like if you just hate the whole process, the result is not going to make you happy. So again, number two, if you don't love the process, you won't love the result. Number three, everyone is better with a coach. Number four, there is no substitute for hard work, not even skinny tea. And number five, you have to get comfortable with the uncomfortable. So that wraps up the top five lessons that I have learned on my fitness journey. That's such a neat little list, a neat little package for something that has been everything but neat. (laughs) But most of these were painful lessons at the time, but have allowed me so much growth and progress. So I'm extremely grateful for them in the end. So hopefully by hearing them from me, you can skip over the struggles that I've had to go through or at least get through them a little faster in order to make progress yourself. If you enjoyed this episode, I would love if you took a screenshot of you listening in and posted it on your Instagram story. That is so, so cool for me to see. So tag me at Marie E. Wold. That's M-A-R-I-E-E-W-O-L-D. And you can tag the show as well, which is Grind and Be Grateful Podcast. And I'll be sure to personally thank you because nothing makes me happier than seeing names and faces behind the download numbers. So I hope you take a second to do that. That is all for today's episode. I'm sad to say goodbye, but until next time, grind and be grateful, my friends. Before you go, I just wanted to say thank you so much for spending your time with me on the Grind and Be Grateful podcast today. I'm super happy that we were able to hang out and share some good vibes today. 
It would mean the absolute world to me if you could take one second to share this episode with someone who you think would love it, whether it's texting it to your friend, linking it on Twitter, or posting a screenshot on your Instagram story. It is all super appreciated. And please leave a show review on iTunes if you're enjoying it. Tell me what you think. Let me know what you want to hear more of. This show is for you, so your feedback matters. Plus, it would really help me out on my mission to educate and empower women everywhere to become their very best selves. Thank you again for listening and supporting the show. And until next time, don't forget to grind to be grateful, my friends. Thank you.